Welcome to Uncontained episode 162. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and on the show today, I have filmmaker, video game developer, and rapper Anson Good Jr. But before I jump into the show, I have a couple updates slash just things to uh, throw out there for you guys. One, if you ever get a chance to see Buddy Guy play, do so. Yes, the living blues legend. I got a chance to check him out this last weekend. And man, at 83 years old, he can still play the guitar, still gets around doing guitar tricks, playing behind his back, playing the guitar with a drumstick. If you get a chance to see him, check him out. He's also playing with uh, opening act, which if you watched uh, Netflix Luke Cage uh, series, you may have seen him play at the club there in Luke Cage. He goes by the name uh, Kingfish. Definitely check him out as well. He's going on tour with, with Buddy Guy. And do yourself a favor, if you see Buddy Guy is coming, check him out. You don't even have to be a huge blues fan to appreciate him. You just have to like guitar. If you like guitar and love the blues, that's even better. And who knows how long you'll be able to check him out for. Does seem like he could play for another 20 years and be good, because he's 83 and still doing pelvic thrusts on stage. So please, go check him out while you still can. And uh, on a personal update, I will be doing some stand-up comedy again. Yes, that's right. I've talked about it on my show. Wanted to get back up on stage. And past guest Ace Boone is having the second anniversary of his show at La Estrellita in uh, Oakland, California. Filarious Fridays. And he's kind enough to give me a few minutes to get up on stage. So... If you are looking to go check out some stand-up comedy on April 27th, which happens to be my birthday as well, hit me up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and I will get you connected with tickets to that show. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be posting about that as well as we get uh, closer to the show. But just to check it out, be my first time on stage in a while. Come watch me get the rust off. So now to the show today. It is an entertaining show to say the least. As I mentioned, I speak with Anson Good Jr. Yes, he is a video game developer, a filmmaker, and uh, also a rapper. He goes by Wes G. Poet. If you don't know his film production company, you should get to know it. It's Black Rose Productions. And uh, I will have a link to their YouTube channel and all of their social media in the show notes. So make sure you check that out as well. I won't keep talking at you much longer. Just had to let you know that Buddy Guy still kicks ass after all these years. And uh, yeah, I'm finally taking that step to get back up on stage. So uh, come check it out, support. But right now, plug in those earbuds. This is my interview and my conversation with Anson Good Jr. How's it going today, Anson? How's it going, Aaron Static Render? What's up, man? It's going well. It's going well, man. Just uh, glad we finally, uh, you know, connected because last weekend you were actually up here in the Bay Area, but you were busy that whole time. 
<laughs> yeah, whole time, man, with the game developer conference, GDC 19. Are you uh, developing any uh, games right now or were you there kind of as a spectator? Uh, I was there as a CA, as a conference associate. We're the people that help the other game devs get to and from all their locations and stuff. Uh, we had been working on some games a couple years ago, but had to take a hiatus once we started the, the filmmaking. But then okay. going back to GDC, man, I'm re-inspired, reinvigorated. So we're picking up and working on another title. All right. That's awesome. Can you say anything about uh, what you're working on or is that uh, still kind of under wraps? It's hush, but I could talk a little bit about it. Uh, All right. I can even give you, you'll be the first one to get the title. It's called, okay. it's called Monster Town P.I. Monster Town P.I., an uncontained exclusive right there. So a Monster Town private investigator, huh? Is that, that the P.I., private investigator? You're exactly right, man. You'll be an right. investigator in a town full of monsters. It's going to be very highly narrative-driven, uh, kind of in the same vein of Stardew Valley and stuff with freedom. Cool. So there'll be like all sorts of monster crimes and stuff you have to solve. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Heavy with the puns, with the jokes. You know, we got humor. But we want the show to make you, or the game rather, want it to make you think, you know. Okay. All right. So it's going to be actually you have to like solve puzzles and stuff? or There might be some like... puzzles. Might be some puzzles. Or is it like uh, I saw a slipper that was out of place with a drop of blood on the toe and <laughs> you got to figure that out. Maybe I can <laughs> investigate this a little further. Yeah. 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 That doesn't look right. That severed head in the corner. Uh, <laughs> there's something there's something weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've been doing you had the video game thing coming out. But the first thing I saw of yours was actually the second part in a two part thing. LARPers. Yeah. So I had to go back and watch the first part too but i saw larpers too and it it, it it was funny man like basically the setup of it is as two guys i don't know if uh if you listeners don't know what uh larping is live action role playing mm -hmm. and actually i'll let you i'll let you give this setup since it's your film <laughs> you got you got two guys and they look like they're in like sort of a fantasy environment and they're about to go toe to toe but then you find out that it's not really what it seems so, yeah. And then they're rudely interrupted by somebody. I'll just put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The hiker. Yeah. She's a recurring character there. Yes. Yes. So uh, how long have you been working on film or making films? Uh, we've been making films for about a year now. Uh, we wrote that first one, that LARP in short, wrote that in uh, April of last year, actually, and then produced okay. it in May. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, might as well give a shout out that Black Rose Inc. is uh, your production company, right? Black Rose Productions. Yep. We're out here. All right. And that, like, is there a story behind the name or? A little bit. A little bit of a story behind the name. Uh, so the co-founder of Black Rose Productions is my partner. She's an artist and her name is, her last name is Rose. And okay. so. Uh, we wanted to combine her artistic visions. There, she's over there with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with all the awesome uh, black people that are there. And so, Black Rose came to fruition. All right, fair enough. Also, Black Rose is very symbolic as flowers. Yes, that that is true. It's not always a good omen, but very cool. Exactly. Yeah, you're on the money though, right there. You know, you want to make yeah. It. Is it is why is the Black Rose such a bad thing when it's such a pretty thing? You know. Exactly, like black cats. Um, exactly even 
even notice like I have a black dog and people are scared of black dogs and it seems more than like other dogs. It's like they just look mean. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how I'd react if somebody just walked up to me on the street and just handed me a black rose and creepily walked away. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the way they approach and walk away has a lot to do with it, too. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's get back to you here. So what started first, the video game developing or the filmmaking? That's real, uh, that's real funny, man, because I actually moved out here to be a game developer, and that's where all of my creative passion started. And it was through a couple of pa uh, projects starting and then failing that we were like, something's not connecting right. So let's, let's refocus, let's re rework our gears and figure something out. And that's when we started to look around and see all the amazingly talented filmmaking people around us. And I was like, man, I've always liked filmmaking and comedy. And so we decided, let's try that out. And once we did the first LARP in, it really, really set a fire underneath us. So we just kept going. Right on, man. So it all started with uh, game developing and stuff like that. Were you a big uh, video game kid growing up? Were you a big gamer? Or are you still a gamer? still a gamer to this day i don't play as much as i used to man i, I miss it because i work so much but you know still love it what was your favorite uh console growing up uh growing up i probably would have to be the xbox that's the one that sort of centralized my love for games but i started with the super nintendo okay all right almost made it all the way back almost made it all the way yeah back. yeah in <laughs> console but you know yeah yeah so so what was your favorite game favorite game always changing man for super nintendo it was probably mega man x so that game was dope and then once we got to playstation era final fantasy 7 is still one of my favorite games of all time okay see my only problem that i had with final fantasy i don't know if the newer ones are like that and a lot of other role-playing games i didn't like taking turns to fight like, I, I didn't your turn <laughs> no I, I, I was like I, I was always impatient i was like this is stupid i can put a spell on him then i have to wait for him to attack me give me like street fighter <laughs> or something you know yeah, uh, <laughs> strategy games are definitely different definitely different they are they are or, or even legend of zelda you know you can it's the scrolling play and you can like you know shoot your swords at people and you don't have to wait so you know, I, I I always I always like that instant gratification. I think I was meant to be born in like now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. There aren't a lot of turn based games out now that you mentioned it, yeah. No, no. It's like even a lot of the role playing games seem to have a little bit more like real time. Yeah, real time play. Thank you for filling in the blank on that one. I was like, um <laughs> um uh, like non-taking turns stuff going on uh, <laughs> all right uh, so i i'm actually still thinking about your name black rose uh productions and as you were explaining it you mentioned it's for the last name and also for like all the for the black people out there and the is it just in the film industry or is there a i'm just curious is do you have a socially conscious effort behind the name or behind the production company? We have a very socially conscious agenda in that the entertainment that we're making, we want to use it to represent unrepresented voices. And so a predominant amount of the people who work for Black Rose are, are Black filmmakers. Not exclusively, okay. you know, we are definitely diverse and our main director is white even, but uh, we want to make sure that we represent those unrepresented voices and, and places. And that's why LARPing 
for sure is one. You don't see a lot of black like fantasy like that. And you should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like uh did you know a lot of black LARPers growing up or I didn't. And in, in Illinois, I don't even think that the actual uh, act of LARPing is something that people do a lot. It has to be, man, because I'm from Iowa, which is right next door. And there were people LARPing in Iowa and maybe oh, really? maybe not in Chicago. Yeah, I drove by a park and saw like a bunch of people with foam swords and shields. And I'm like, what the hell is going on there? Until oh, later on, learn it was called LARPing. So don't don't tell me don't tell me Illinois is behind Iowa or, or Chicago is behind Iowa. Where I was at, <laughs> I, I didn't see nothing like that, man. Well. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. It might not be play violence, depending on where you're at. <laughs> yeah, see, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you didn't have to pretend. Granted, <laughs> granted, you didn't have swords, which would have made it cooler. You know. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. So, where do you see yourself going with uh, Black Rose? Like, are you planning on moving on to features, or are you sticking around with shorts for a while? You're absolutely in the in the wheelhouse. So we're doing shorts right now. We're actually working on our second season of content. Uh, just started okay. that. Exciting. But uh, we have a couple of fully written feature film scripts that we're figuring out and working on. And hopefully by the end of this year, maybe early next year, we'll start producing some of those. All right. Cool. Cool. Any uh, trailers for that one, too? You got any more uncontained exclusives? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, uh, I can't give you any more names of some exclusive stuff, but we are in collaboration with another production team working on a web series for the summertime. And they're trying to shop that to a couple networks. So can't can't okay. talk about that. But all right, understand non-disclosure yeah. agreements, and yeah. uh, also don't want to jinx a deal. That type exactly. of thing. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. So coming from Chicago to LA and moving into a new scene, like what were some of the challenges like coming from Chicago in the Midwest uh, to LA and getting into uh, film production? I think the biggest thing was just the culture shock in general. Like people in Chicago and LA are just kind of different in how they vibe and how they move around. Uh, but once I really got out here though, it's, it's pretty easy to, to collaborate with filmmakers and stuff. They're a lot more open out here. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you. Like when you say, because I've, I've said this many times, people from the Midwest are a lot different than out here, but I want to know what, what is your take? What's different? What's the main, how do they vibe differently? Uh, it's mostly the openness and also like niceness, I guess, you know, not that people in Chicago aren't nice, but we're like not nice for no reason. Like we're all in our own business in our own world, trying to just go about life. And some people out here would just say hi for no reason. I'm like, whoa, I don't even know you. You'd say hi to me. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That part was actually isn't that saying hi part rambly isn't much different than say Iowa that happens there. But what I've, <laughs> but I did notice like Iowa, Chicago and like East there have way more of like a, almost an East coast feel in the sense of humor that people have. Mm -hmm. They aren't as sensitive and you know yeah. like yeah you can you can bust balls in the midwest and out here make fun of somebody just once and they look like you kick their dog yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I, I i do get that too there is a different sort of level of toughness i would say yeah 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, just sensitivity, too, I guess. It's enough about that. I've probably ranted on that before on this show, so I don't need to go into it again. But uh, I think it all happened after I was doing stand-up and somebody told me, the joke would be funnier if I used home the word homeless people instead of bums. So, yeah, as I exactly uh, for for those of you listening, he had the perfect facial expression for that for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I think people need to stop being so sensitive. Anyway, that person was a bum. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a bum of an audience member. But uh, I won't go into that. So. But I mentioned that you wear a couple different hats in the entertainment industry. And one thing that I actually didn't know, I didn't see before this interview was that you're a rapper. That kind of came out in an inter- yeah. in an introduction that didn't record. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what style of rap are you like? Uh, what do you, what do you rap about, man? I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I would say I, I rap about, life and, and what I discover about life or just the journey that I'm kind of on. I'm very uh, okay. inspired Lupe Fiasco and, and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and, and those type of guys. Like inspired by Lupe, do you have horns and stuff then or like or that more of his lyrics? Both, honestly, like Lupe does do a lot of different stuff production wise. And I do try to mash different different styles of production. So like I'll take some heavy trap and combine that with like orchestral horns and some strings and violins and okay. like that. Yeah, I'm all about that. All right, cool, man, cool. So you got got layers and stuff like that in there. And uh, like, what do you rap about, like uh, lyrically, content wise? Content wise, just like uh, if I could describe it, I get very philosophical sometimes, or I could just talk about life that I'm living. I could talk about how hard the struggle and the journey is. Uh, and just making sure people around me are like understanding like perseverance. I'm very heavy on like that type of messaging, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Cause I like rap, but there's one type of rap that I just can't get into. And I'm glad you didn't say it. It's a bling bling rap. You know, oh, that's what yeah. I call it anyway. Uh, like, I don't care. I don't have a Bentley. I don't have a Rolex. And uh, yeah. I, I'd much rather hear some like deeper stuff, philosophical stuff or like, painting pictures with words like Nas does or yeah, something like right. that, like flipping a verse or flipping words like ludicrous. Like uh, there's two sides to a book. That's why I licked stamps and light matches uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and stuff that like the stuff that makes you like at first be like, this guy's rhyming to be rhyming. Then it's like, Oh wait, that made sense. <laughs> In type of rap. Yeah. That's, that's my stuff, man. That's what you get a lot of that from Lupe where you can listen to like one song over and over and every time you're like wait a minute what did he say i didn't do that before yeah yeah i haven't listened to lupe for a while but i i I've been a while but he definitely is good um like are there any rappers like coming out of chicago that uh you know influenced you or like lupe would definitely be the biggest one is he out of chicago yeah, Lupe Fiasco is out of Chicago. I did not know that. All right. Learn yeah. something new every day. And then, like, Chance the Rapper's doing doing well coming out of the Chi-Town. And then, you know, uh, Chief, Chief Keith did a lot for the culture. Like, he doesn't – that's not my content, but he, yeah. he's influential on the game of rap. So, you know, I got to respect that. All right, cool. So do you have any other hidden uh, talents that we haven't talked about yet on this uh, episode? Uh, I mean, hidden talents? I used to do improv in college. 
I miss that a lot, actually. You know, I've always kind of wanted to do that. I've done stand-up comedy. I'm sure it's completely different than improv because you got to work with another group of people. But also, <laughs> like with stand-up, you're the only one standing up there. So if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's all on you and stand-up. Uh, with the improv, you got some people that, you know, if you're having an off night, they can try, probably help carry. But you also have to incorporate what they say and uh, yes and stuff. <laughs> and man, I, I broke yes. Yes and a lot. What like, what happened with that? What, did they like take you and try to sacrifice you after doing that or what? There were some that kind of resisted against that, but I've always been like the kind of guy who wants to break certain rules for the sake of it. So let's say okay. we're doing a team and you want to go to some crazy level and I'm supposed to yes and your crazy level. I'll deny it first and be like, nah, that's crazy. Let's not do that and make you push harder. And when you push harder, then I buckle and the scene has more drama. Okay, okay. So if I said, like, we're flying into outer space riding on a banana, uh, you wouldn't be like, yes, and uh, eating applesauce. Yeah, I would like, what's going on with this banana boat, though? Like, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, when did uh, bananas get rockets? How does this happen? <laughs> um. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. But it is, it's a different beast, though. It's fun. Yeah, I definitely want to try that at some point. So um want to get back on stage doing stand-up, and uh, improv would be a blast to try as well. So out of all the hats that you wear, like which do you identify yourself as more? Like film producer, video game developer, uh, rapper? I would say the rapper is the one that I most self-identify as because no matter what I create, I will always rap. So I don't have to put out rap music to rap. I rap when okay. I'm in my car by myself or I rap when I'm like with my friends at parties and stuff. Like I just am that regardless. Fair enough. And I'm um, guessing you don't put on a character either. So it's kind of more, is that more just you coming out then? Is that uh, why you kind of identify yourself as that more than anything else or? Definitely, definitely. If you listen to my music, you can definitely get a deeper sense of who I am for sure. All right. I Since I didn't know that you were a rapper before, I haven't checked it out yet, but I will definitely check it out. Do you just go, your way, do you go by your, do you go by your real name? I'm Wes G. Poet. Wes G. Poet. All right. That's why I didn't come up when I Googled yeah. your name. It's not so, very Googleable. I got to work on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. like, 15 years ago, that would have just been like a nonsense where like Google Bowl, then something you'd have to, something you'd have to yes and an improv. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but now, now it's actually a verb. Googleable, Googling, Googleability, and all that. Googleability. That's hilarious right there. You know, but it, it actually is something like as I was talking to you before the show, that's why I go with Aaron Static Render in my Facebook bio, because if you just Google render, you'll get stuff on audio, video rendering, uh, rendering <laughs> meets and large. Or if you just Google static, you'll get a lot of stuff on static electricity. And Aaron, come on, like half the population is named Aaron. <laughs> my brother's named Aaron. Like, <laughs> See, I told you, they're, yeah, they're one person, he's two. Brother. That's 50% right there. Two boys they had. <laughs> one of them was Aaron and the other was Anthony. Yeah, and then then you also have like the female version of the name spelled like spelled with an yeah. E. E-R-I-N. And, but it's, 
but it sounds the same. It sounds the same. So like when I was in class, I had like five people named Aaron in my class. It was ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least Anson, you know, it's, it's a good sound of name and not everybody has it. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I've one other Anson and he's my dad. So, well, yeah, you are a junior, so I guess at fifty percent of your household, maybe. <laughs> actually, it's actually like twenty percent, thirty percent. I guess I don't know how big your family is. I know you have one brother, so have what's one that? Brother, one sister. One brother, one sister, and then uh, okay, so so five kids or five five unit family, three kids. Five, yeah, All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Same here. Now, by any chance, just curious, you're, you're a creative one. So are you the middle child? Dude, how'd you know? Because I'm a middle child. (laughs) You solved the puzzle. Man, is this going to be in Monster uh, PI? Monster Town PI, the fact that (laughs) middle child is like the most creative one, it should. Yeah. And that you have to figure out why, why make the monster the middle, the middle monster. Always the middle. Always needing all, at least one of the ones that make a crime or something. I don't know. I'm just sorry. Just a brainstorm session. There's no turning this off sometimes. I apologize. (laughs) It's all good, man. (laughs) All right, man. So now, You've been out in uh, California for a few years now mm-hmm. and chasing after chasing after your dreams in in hip hop and videos, video games and uh, just trying to conquer the entertainment industry. So what advice do you have for somebody who is looking to get uh, started out and uh, you can you can narrow it down to each aspect or an aspect of uh, what you do or just in the entertainment industry as a whole uh well i'll, I'll sort of answer that question in two different ways perfect um, the first way i feel like a person should get started is to just stop listening to anything telling you not to Like you are ready to go. If you're like, I want to create this, then you have people doubting you all the time. You have, it could be your family. It could be your friends. It could be your boss at your job. It could be whoever. The first thing you have to do is be like, they're wrong to tell me not to. I should just do this. Yeah. Okay. First thing. The second thing is that you really need to surround yourself with other people who really want it. Okay. And, uh, how how do you go about finding those people, or did, how did you go about finding those people? I know you can't can't speak to everybody. Yeah, for for me, it was just about really being legitimately interested in other people. Like you know, I'm out here and I'm like, I do this, I do that, I'm so awesome. But at the same time, there are so many people around you, and you just don't know anything about them. So you start talking to your friends and start trying to ask them really questions, like, what else? What do you want to do with your life? Or like. Uh, what are, what are your passions? What do you do when you're at home by yourself and talking to no one and, and have nothing to do? Like when you're on YouTube and you're searching for re- weird stuff, what's the weirdest thing you search for on YouTube to, to self-improve your life or just anything like that? And once you're interested in other people, you'll find the passion, you'll see the passion, you'll feel their passion and you'll be like, whoa, if we combine that, then we'll be even better. Right on, man. So now that you say that, I have to ask you the question. What do you do when you're home by yourself and like nobody with nothing to do? Yeah. A couple different flavors. It, uh, does, it doesn't have to go into the gutter, but. 
<laughs> nah, man. Uh, you know, I'm either when I wasn't writing music, I was just, I guess, listening to interviews from from idols in the industry that I respect. So like okay. the brothers as directors or like Ryan Coogler as a director and just trying to listen to and pay attention to everything they're talking about. Uh, Donald Glover, Issa, Issa Rae, uh, all those people just started to like listen to what they were saying and listen to the, what their journey was. And I know my journey won't be their journey, but I can I could still learn something from it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You don't have to learn the stove is hot by touching the burner. You know, you can like <laughs> learn from other people like, oh, that dude touched that burner and he got, yeah, <laughs> he's got some blisters on his hand now. Uh, or, you know, an easier way to do something around that just from somebody else. So that's mm -hmm. actually kind of part of the goal of this show to help give people who want to get into the entertainment industry, like some information from people who are doing it like yourself. So, um, Thank you, you know, that's, that's one of, one of the things that I want, cause growing up like in Iowa, like I always wanted to do something like in the entertainment industry in a way, but as a kid, I didn't know the first step in doing anything to get to it so it was like i kind of want to provide that and I I mess with that. the internet's everywhere uh you know even people that are not in a major city can figure out access to stuff so yeah, they can get anything and everything going you just gotta look for it hell yeah man hell yeah so now that uh you have a few things on the verge of being able to promote mm -hmm. um yeah. what what do you do to promote yourself? Uh, I'm really big on using social media promotion. Instagram has been working pretty well and using hashtags has been working pretty well. We're going to definitely put some money into that pretty soon and see how much more that helps with our uh, our image. But we've been building kind of grassroots around L.A., just working with other businesses and stuff, shooting promotional materials for them. And hopefully that will get our name out as well. All right, cool. So are you using any specific hashtags or like how do you know which hashtags that you want to use? Instagram is actually really good about that because they show you the number of posts that go with certain hashtags. So maybe we're out capturing drone footage. So let's just yeah. see all the drone hashtags are hashtag dronestagram, hashtag drones of Instagram, hashtag drone flight. And people who are interested in drones will just check those hashtags and they'll see your video and be like, oh, you guys shoot cool drone videos. Right on, man. Um, and does show like the number of people who have used that or the number of times that hashtag has been used. Do you have like a cap and a, like a bottom end and a top end? Like if something has like 37 million times, it's like, will I just get lost in that? Or do you like cap it at like, uh, I don't know, 3 million or something like that? I think for, you do a little bit of everything. So you find some of the, the hashtags that are very wide open with a lot of posts because you're like, people check this out a lot, but then you'll also maybe make your own hashtag. So we hashtag everything with Black Rose. And so if you decide to follow the Black Rose hashtag, you'll always see what we have going on. And that's our exclusive, more exclusive hashtag. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like my uncontained pod, our live uncontained hashtag. So yeah, and I will make sure to use that hashtag when posting this show. So, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> I it. yes, no problem, man. Spread it around. Do you do anything non-traditional as far as promoting yourself? 
like not just social media or like do you do anything like uh, canvassing with flyers or going out to events or anything like that do you host your own events uh i I feel like the most non-traditional way that we promote ourselves is when we're just out in la filming or, or doing stuff especially when we have the drone out people get excited and interested and they just start walking up and asking questions i'm like hey Oh, who are you? What are you doing? What's going on? And you just start self-promoting right in that moment. Oh, we're Black Rose. We're filmmakers. We have this and that. So I've handed out my business card on shoots all the time. It's really, it's really weird. Right on, man. Right on. So can you just go around anywhere in LA with a drone or do you have to get a permit to do it first or do you do it uh, guerrilla style or what? You definitely look into the area first and then see about permits. Uh, there was a couple times when we started out where we were d- totally gorilla with it just because we just got the thing and we didn't know, but we try to do our research now and get our proper permits. Okay. All right. I, I wasn't trying to entrap you or anything. I was like, <laughs> I was going to be like, Oh, get him. I'm gonna incriminate, myself. <laughs> I'll incriminate myself. I had the, I had the film police outside the door. Just waiting, man. Waiting. Uh. Like, <laughs> unregistered drone videos. Let's get them. <laughs> this show this show is going a little crazy i'm sorry um <laughs> it's uncontained man it's uncontained. i know right I, I can't have rules on this man so i did want to bring up one of your other uh videos that you had on there it was a suspenseful video and oh, like really? a car ride with like yeah. um where you know you were expecting the jump scare the whole time curbside chaos yeah yes yes and i i was like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen (laughs) so my favorite ones man yeah i i like how you got the suspense in that and anything did you have like any like how did you capture the suspense while shooting do you have like a method of doing that well on that day in particular it was a really small crew it was the the most bare bone crew was only four of us and we were outside in the wilderness and it was just dark and cold and believe it or not, that's all you need to really get that feeling on cameras, being cold, <laughs> looking around and not being able to see very far. Yeah, because you're already shivering, which makes you like shake like you're scared. So cool, man. So and this is all on your YouTube channel as well. Right. And that's uh, by the same name, Black Rose, Black Rose yeah. Inc. on YouTube. So if you want to check out these videos that we're talking about, you can uh, check out Curbside Chaos, LARPing uh, 2, and uh, LARPing one still on there, correct? Mm-hmm. LARPing 1, LARPing 2, Game Chat, yeah. couple ones on there. And uh, that's funny, Nilo. That's funny, Nilo. She's a comedian that we actually work with. Okay. Yeah. Is that a set of hers, or like, what is that one? Yeah, that's one of her sets. She puts on a comedy show once a month, and we just started working with her in February. So that's her. Uh, that's her Valentine's Day set. Oh, okay. Relationship hating and everything. <laughs> oh, it, it goes there, man. It goes. There. I'm sure it is. There's no other way to have a Valentine's Day set. <laughs> nobody wants to. Nobody wants to hear the mushy stuff on Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, I don't they want that drama. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out and check her out as well. So I just wanted to make sure I brought up that uh, curbside chaos because I dug that video and uh, I was like, oh, man, they did a good job making this suspenseful. So I appreciate that, man. We've been getting good receptions on that one. And I was pretty nervous about it because the rest of them are more comedy. So that was that was us kind of getting outside of our wheelhouse a little bit. Trying to do the going from comedy to horror like Jordan Peele, right? Definitely got to follow in the Jordan Peele footsteps, man. Those are not bad footsteps to follow in, man. (laughs) 
Yeah, so that could be one of those videos you sat at home and watched and learned not to touch the uh, burning stove. Uh, <laughs> or learn. Gordon <laughs> Peele taught me everything I need to know about the stove, man. Don't touch yeah, it. Yeah, because after, after you touch the stove, your hand will go bad and turn into a zombie hand like in uh, Evil Dead or, or something like that. Evil Dead, man. Classic. Have you ever seen Evil Dead? I've seen the new TV show where they came back and redid it. And okay. I'm so aware of like the Bruce Campbell classics, but I never got to see him. I should check him out. Okay, yeah. So like with horror movies, when I was a kid, like I I didn't really care about them because one, they didn't scare me. And <laughs> two, it was like if they don't scare me, what's the point? Then I saw Army of Darkness uh with uh bruce campbell and then i was like oh man horror movies they they can scare you but they're also supposed to make you laugh at things uh because that one's like one of those intentionally kind of cheesy uh horror movies but yeah. if done well and but the evil dead part one and part two they're almost exactly the same movie but uh <laughs> they're they're just reshot like with better film and stuff like that but that's more of an actual horror movie more. It's less campy, less like I'll make you laugh, but that kind of helped me appreciate horror movies. And I really like horror movies now. So whether they're funny or scary or whatever. Yeah, man, I, I wasn't into horror movies growing up. Chucky scarred me. I was like six when I saw that. Oh man, a little young for that. About, about the same size. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. A couple years after that though, I saw Dead Silence was my first horror movie, and I really like them now. I want to find one that can scare me. They never do. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally, like, a jump scare will, like, kind of get me to go, uh, like, you know, just jump a little bit, but never, like, hide behind the blankets and pillows or whatever yeah. type thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was, like, a horror movie that I've seen any time recently that's made me look over to see if the door's locked or <laughs> anything like that. Because that'd be a good horror movie, man. Get you sitting there, like, so on edge. You're like, Door locked. The curtains are closed. All right, good, good. We're good. No, no monsters will get me. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you looking to get more into horror movies or or horror shorts? Or are you planning on sticking with the comedy? We're definitely going to continue to expand. Uh, Chaos is going to be a series, just like Larpin is a series that had a okay. So there will be a sequel to Curbside Chaos coming out soon. All right, very cool. Looking forward to that one as well. And uh, now, in your time doing like everything that you do, uh, what is a highlight or two that you would care to share with the uncontained audience? Uh, let's see. I guess probably January this year when we shot Larpin Two, and it was the first time we had the drone. And it was the same crew from the first LARPin, which like we had shot like four projects in between those two. So it was like uh, coming back to form, everybody bringing their A game. It was beautiful outside and it just felt, everything felt right. So that's probably my highlight for Black Rose's year right now. It's just shooting LARPing. Okay. Shooting LARPing too? Yeah, it was a great time. Second one would probably be GDC, man. That GDC 19 was fantastic. I talked to a lot of indie game developers, small teams of like five or six that are about to put games out. It just re-inspired me to, to know that like my small team of four, we can do it. We can make some stuff happen. 
Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I, I actually really want to go to GDC. As of right now, I don't necessarily have a reason to, except for I want to get into doing voiceover, like for video games and stuff like that. Because awesome. in answer to the question of what do you do when you're home and nobody's around, I kind of walk around talking in different voices, uh, like yeah. quoting movies and stuff like that, or... Like, I didn't know it was weird either until there was one time I was, like, listening to more stories with Jay Moore. And he was, like, he, he was telling a story about how he was, like, quoting a line from the movie Platoon and his wife uh, yelled downstairs, what was that? And he's, like, oh, nothing, just quoting a line from the movie Platoon. And then she, like, came downstairs later. She's, like, are you telling me that, like, if I wasn't here, you'd still be doing that? He's, like, yeah. She's, like, that's weird. I'm, like. I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, man. Walking down the street, talking in weird voices, like you know, weird some weird some of the homeless people out. I'll use it so use that word so I don't offend the person that was in Berkeley. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I definitely quote Avengers and like Community whenever I'm around, especially my partner. We love quoting our favorite stuff, but it's definitely weird to. The TV show community, yes, love that show, man. Yes, yes, that that was great. Is that still? That's not still on, is it? No, no way. It's okay, I was gonna be like, I haven't seen that. Like, I've lost touch with that. And uh, Glover has gotten way too big with the childish Gambino to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's doing he's doing amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um. Dude, I've had a blast talking to you today. Going from subject yeah. to subject is kind of fun to do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should do improv or something like that. We I could, could you, man. We, we could have, we could have started something right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make that happen next time I'm in the Bay Area. Yeah, or if I get down to LA, man, we'll have to have to make it work. Um, but I got like two more questions for you before I let you get about your night here. All right. So, all right, all right. um, before we before we get out of here, though, you gotta you gotta give me good answers, damn it! All right, pull <laughs> out some real good answers for these. All right, thank you, especially for these. No, so uh, is there anything in particular when somebody like watches a film, hears you rapping, or will eventually play your video game? Is there anything that you want them to take away and remember about uh, about your creation? I really want all of my creations to kind of make people look deeper at themselves and try to, to become better people. Like I never want to drill the message in too heavily because everybody is flawed and that's kind of what makes us beautiful. But that, that journey to try to become a better person, that's what I want people to take away from my art. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll qualify that as a good answer. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll let that. <laughs> it, was, it was good enough. It was good enough. Be minus. Be minus. All right, man. So, all right. It's time for that final question of the show. Before we get to that question, where can people find you online? What's your corner of the internet? Oh, they should follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Zolo, the legend, Z-O-L-O, the legend, all one word. All right. And do you have a separate one, a uh, separate account for uh, your film and uh, music yeah. and everything too? Yes, they can follow uh, Black Rose Pro, Black Rose underscore underscore pro on Instagram and Twitter. And they can also follow at Onyx Fortress on Instagram and Twitter. 
All right. Perfect, man. Perfect. So now you guys get out there, hit them up on social media, let them know you heard them right here on Uncontained. And uh, yeah, just if you're going to stalk them, just do Facebook stalking. All right. <laughs> uh, anything more than that is creepy. Keep it tasteful. And, uh, <laughs> do, yeah, do it tastefully. And uh, yeah, so it's time for the title question of the show. Uh, the final question of the show. Anson W. Good Jr., how do you live uncontained? Man, I just do whatever I feel in my heart, which is my art, which is to make games, make movies, to try to make people laugh, to try to make the world a better place, regardless of what people tell me is possible. Hell yeah, man. Short, sweet, and uh, to the point right there, but very powerful. Um, man, thank, thank you. you for thank you for joining me today, and uh, I look forward to – what's that? It's been an awesome opportunity, Aaron. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I've had a blast, and uh, I look forward to checking out uh, your rapping, man. I, I'll, have to, I'll have to Google that. What was your rap name one more time? Wes G Poet, W-E-S-G Poet. Just now putting out stuff under that name. So I'll send you some of the some of the older stuff so you can check it out. All right. All right. Sounds good. I have one final thing for you to do. Anson, will you do me the honor of signing off the show tonight? Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm with Black Rose. We out here. I'm Anson Good Jr. And I live uncontained. And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Anson Good Jr. for joining me on the show today. And uh, we will have to do that improv thing sometime, whether it's up here in the Bay Area or down there in L.A. We'll have to uh, we'll have to make some improv happen. And yes, and or don't yes, and we'll make it interesting. So once again, this. April 27th, I will be on stage with Valerius Fridays and past guest Ace Boone as he celebrates his second anniversary of Valerius Fridays at La Estrellita in Oakland. So come on out, check out my reemergence as I knock a little rust off. But uh, if you are interested in tickets, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Uncontained Pod. Yes, at Uncontained Pod at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And uh, yeah, just uh, let me know and I'll get you set up with some tickets here. And I also want to thank everybody who has been uh, using that Amazon link at the top of my uh, webpage, uncontainedpod.com, and uh, help and support the show in that way. But thank you for listening. Thanks again to Anson. And until next time, live uncontained. <laughs>